Raise your hand if you've ever Googled your name. Keep it up high. Don't be embarrassed. Everybody does it. And if you manage a brand, you probably Google that too, sometimes multiple times a day. And that's what my guest today is going to deep dive on. But before I get there, I'm Eitan Buckman. You're on the cutting edge of snarky marketing with marketers and capes. And I have two embarrassing admissions to make. The first, I hate Googling competitor mentions because it bums me out when I see they're doing well. I'm kind of petty. The second is that way too often, I treat brand monitoring like a tool for health checks and to find coverage about myself or my brand. And that's it. In other words, I tune out the outside and I focus on me, which is why I'm pumped to introduce my guest today, Joel Gadwell, the CMO at Mention. With over 750,000, yeah, registered contacts, Mention is probably synonymous with monitoring mentions. Uh, It's kind of called mentions. And I reached out to Joel because I've been super curious about the role of social media monitoring in driving brand strategy, especially on the B2B side. And here's why he thinks it's so important. At Mention, we build a comprehensive tool to monitor every conversation online. Can be blogs, news outlets, but also social media. Listening allows our user to understand what topics their audiences are taking part in. And when we talk about audiences, it can be people engaging with their content, their own media, but also users of competitors' products, readers of a Reddit thread, or fans of a Facebook page. The most common use case our customer success team sees is around social listening for brand management. Typically, with this use case, we see companies and brands using the tool to identify important mentions about not only their brand, but also the online ecosystem, meaning common topics, word phrases, people, and the list goes on. This insight can be, for example, to help our user identify what their prospective clients are going to expand, finding the next winning horse at the race, making sure their providers respect their NDAs, or even identifying counterfeit products. Before we move on, I want you to look at the last piece of copy you wrote. If it's good, it probably says you or your, right? Talking from the customer's frame of reference. Listening is the engine that makes that type of frame of reference come to life, right? But I've spent years using brand monitoring to listen to conversations about my own brand. Just listening to people talk about me instead of listening to what they're actually saying, listening to the conversations in the space, listening to the customer. I'm basically doing it all wrong, right? As a matter of fact, if you're trying to get into your customer's head, your own brand is probably the least helpful keyword you should be tracking. Listening to the conversation about your brand, industry, and competitors before joining the conversation. This is something that is applicable for both B2C and B2B. Instead of trying to second guess what to write about or just adapting your digital strategy by using social media just as yet another channel, embracing access to social data is the strength behind engagement that has a long-lasting impact on your brand. Social media is where you can learn what the customer thinks about their challenges and day-to-day, not just about your brand. But still, listening is only half the battle. Mentions recently shifted to proactively supporting social media posting, kind of like Buffer, Because they felt that the listening is what drives engagement. And more and more, Joel feels that that needs to take place on multiple channels. The move we are making today as a company 
and expanding our scope by providing a full social media marketing suite aims at fulfilling this vision. Listening, to be in the know and to find the right content, publishing to spread the word and responding to all messages which ultimately drive the conversation. It is time that social media marketing receives recognition as a unique discipline with its own metrics and strategy. When it comes to figuring out your channel and content strategy, there is no cookie cutter method here. It's evident channels like LinkedIn are great for professional marketing, such as within the B2B space. But the reality is that channels like Facebook and Instagram are adapting to today's blending lifestyle, where personal and professional part of people's life are living on the same profile or account. Yes, this makes it more complex to develop your social media strategy, but it also opens a lot of doors to a variety of channels, messaging, and content types you can communicate with to a single person. I really like that phrase, blended lifestyle. If you're an Instagram junkie, when you see relevant posts about your job, you're going to like it, even if it's not that 15-second gif on how to make a seitan kale shake, right? Instagram is where you consume content, not just your seitan kale shake content. The borders of work and home are blurrier than ever. But let's put the brakes on monitoring for a second. You may have heard me drop that Mention has over 750,000 users on their list. And I really like the way they got there. We work a bit on paid acquisition, but with a focus on promoting content. So we don't do straight to acquisition. We try mostly to promote content, especially through sponsored posts. We also leverage our blog with pop-up forms. And we added some strategically located CTAs in our top performing content and email signature. So in a click of a button, we can update a series of articles and emails with a relevant latest marketing initiative. As I said, this has already driven great traction for Mention, driving a ton of users. So they naturally evolved to co-marketing. In the last months, we have decided to accelerate content distribution through co-marketing and partners. We feel that we have reached a size and awareness level for our brand that allows us to drive a strong audience and appeal to potential partners. Every single marketing activity is matched against our ability to promote it with our partners. So usually it's other MarTech companies such as HubSpot, SEMrush, and other big names like this one. We also leverage our base of users. We have over 750K contacts in our database because of the number of people trying our product every day. In my last episode with Udi Lettergore from Gong, we discussed how whether someone would put down money for content is a good way to assess its quality. Here's another benchmark. How usable is that content throughout the entire customer journey? Today, it is still limited to leveraging our newsletter editorial and product one. But tomorrow, we want this content to be distributed through our customer success team to provide insights to their accounts and through the mentioned platform to add even more value to a product. The right social media guide should work whether you're a paying mentioned customer or a prospect. Before we end, I want to make this a little bit more concrete. Any elementary school teacher of mine would testify before Congress that I suck at listening. But what I've recently found out is that by replacing some of my content creation time blocks with listening 
right? Recorded phone calls, chats, web engagement, and forums. The ideas flow way, way faster. So in reality, I have less time to write content, but it's easier for me to actually write it. Listening helps you talk smarter. This is the point of the show where I usually subtly beg you for an Apple podcast review, but I'm not going to do that. I'm better than that. What I will ask for you to do is to shoot me an email or message with your marketing hero, especially if they're a thought implementer, not a thought leader, because I want them on this podcast. My name is Eitan Buckman. This was the big 2-0 episode of Marketers and Capes, and now it's time to listen to the ending music. Work, 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 work